Welcome to episode three of the NorCal Business Podcast presented by DMI Raps with your host, Nathan Alva. Today, we're going to be speaking with Chris, the owner of ProTrain. Chris, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, man. Thank you for having me. Oh, awesome. Um, I'll just get right into it. Why don't you kind of tell us about ProTrain and what it's all about? Uh, yeah. Uh, ProTrain, Food for Fitness, we've been around 2014 is when we were established. So it's been an, a minute, 2020 now. So um, when we started, this was uh, it was actually two partners. I was the third one to come in. Um, I actually was a customer. I was one of the first 30 Instagram followers, believe it or not. I was selling solar at the time. Um, I had been an entrepreneur in the past. I went into selling solar for Solar City because it was an opportunity. And uh, it was actually a really good one at the time. But I found myself not able to prepare my food. You know, I was you know I was used to making food every Sunday and Thursday. And I uh, had come across a friend of mine's post on Instagram Next thing you know, I see Pro Train. I was like, man, that's a genius idea. I called him up and uh, Eugene, who's one of the founders, he he actually, um, he's not part of the business right now, but he's, uh, you know, we bought him out last year, but this guy kind of created the idea, moved forward with it. And uh, I was I was fortunate enough to come across him. One of their first customers, like I said, um, bought the food. As soon as it came, I was mind blown by the quality and the way it looked. And I was like, man, you guys need a partner? You know, immediately I asked him, he's like, well, you know, we're kind of, uh, you know, we're needing some cash to expand. $10,000 later, I just, they made me a 33% partner. And so, you know, it just grew, grew, grew from there. I mean, within the first year, I think the first couple of months that I was part of it, we did like fifty, sixty thousand $60,000 in revenue, which is nothing. But then that next year we did about 500000 And then the following year we were already... Uh, just shy of a million and then the following year 1.2 following year 1.3 so we're just like you know steady steadily growing and uh looking to expand yeah i mean so now uh, there's so many uh different meal prep companies out there uh so so what's kind of sending uh pro train apart from some of the other uh meal prep companies so there's so many things there's so many things because you know people will see this and the barrier to entry is relatively low i mean somebody could look on Instagram and go, Oh man, I can make that meal. I can make that meal. You know, what's, you know, what's the difference? I can make that for X amount of dollars or whatever it may be. Well, the, the differentiator is going to be quality. Number one, taste, we have over 50 different menu items, you know, and the way that we work is very macro based. So it's like, if you know that you need four ounces of cooked lean protein per meal, then we have that, you know, and all of our uh, chefs and all of our cooks are trained to, weigh out, you know, all the meats. So when we talk about four ounces of cooked lean protein, right, we have three different uh, sizes. We have a four ounce, a six ounce, and an eight ounce. Those three, uh, those three are, are portioned out by the chefs after the protein is cooked. So you're not getting, you're not like you go to a, a steakhouse and you ask for a six ounce steak. They're going to, they're going to give you a six ounce steak before it's cooked, cook it, and it'll shrink down to probably about five maybe sometimes four ounces and you're getting it. So that's, that's one of the differentiators. The other one that's the most important is going to be my, my, my staff. My staff is very, very educated. I mean, we can do a pro forma on somebody. You could come into my office right now, get on our Tanita scale. We'll tell you what your basal metabolic rate is, what uh, your body fat percentage is, your bone density, how much water weight you're carrying, you know, so on and so forth. And I could tell you with probably a 90% accuracy, you follow my plan, put these meals at these specific times during the day, you will get to this result by X time. So that is going to be the differentiator. It's the knowledge base behind my staff um, and myself. So 
you know, uh, and that's not a pompous statement. I've, I've been a bodybuilder, nutrition, you know, I've got all that uh, background as well. So from anyone just going to get a meal prep, you are actually taking that next step of someone that has fitness goals and really helping them with the, the fitness aspect of it. Uh, you know, someone that's in the gym uh, and then all these meals. So you said, so you guys have them ready to go for someone just to come in and pick up. Yeah. If somebody wants to try something out and here's the thing too, it's like if somebody's brand new, I am so open to just giving them a meal for free because mm -hmm. I want them to try it out, see what it's like. Because at the end of the day, like, you know, the things that I'm going to save them are going out shopping, you know, cooking your own food, um, portioning it out, having to know what to put in that in that meal, uh, waiting in the line, driving, you know, all these stressful things. And I'm going to give you back the time so you can spend it with your family. And I mean, I have so many customers that are doing all of that now with my meals. And, you know, they, you don't have to put them in the microwave. There's a lot of people who are like, oh, I got to microwave my meals. No, you can put them on a skillet, reheat them there. You can put them in the oven. There's a multitude of things you can do, but, um, you know, ultimately that's what we're there for. We're there to not just be a meal prep company. You know, you can come in get a la carte meals, or you can get a full week, you know, worth. You can get it, um, uh, delivered directly to your door before 7am, put them into your, you know, into your, uh, refrigerator, multitude of things. So you've been doing this for a while now. You said about five years. What, what advice, uh, do you have for any of the, someone that's just starting out as far as an entrepreneur? Oh, entrepreneurs? Yeah. Oh, man. Um, I would say due diligence is so important. Um, a lot of people think, you know, and, they, and here's the thing. Anybody can start a business. And, you know, the, and that's what's great about America is that we have such a free market that anybody can do that if they want to. But there are certain steps that you should take as far as education is concerned before you jump into it. Make sure that your idea is sound. There are uh, resources like score.org, right? Score.org is, uh, you know, uh, partnered with the SBA. You go to that website, they'll, they'll assign you for free a mentor that, you know, has been in business, that's, you know, been successful. And they're just trying to give back to the, to the community. And now they have webinars. They have different types of things that you can jump into to get more education. They have sounding boards. You can go in and uh, pitch your idea. And now you have a full uh, audience that's going to give you um, – you know, a little bit of feedback on the idea that you have. Those are the things that I did when I got into this business. And a lot of people don't know those type of things, right? So those are, that's just a little tidbit. I could give so much information, uh, trust me. And that's, that's really why, you know, like I have like Electi Incarnate. And I know we didn't talk about that, but that's like another organization that's all entrepreneurs that, you know, we bring them all together and um, focus on that kind of stuff. So that's actually be my next question for you. Why don't you kind of tell us a little bit about that uh, networking group that I know you and a couple other business owners started? Yeah. So um, myself, Brian Nababi, um, and uh, Jose Morales with Jose Brown's Boxing Academy, we started this. Uh, it, it's a it's it's called Electi Incarnate. It stands for Elite Human Made Flesh in Latin. And uh, ultimately, we were meeting every single week on our own just uh we got to meet each other when i met brian i was like holy moly like this guy's just like me and you know we're not we're not the perfect people and not the quintessential you know corporate type you know we dress different we got tattoos you know you know and, and we get stigmatized quite a bit but the thing is is like once you start to know me or know him or know jose then they start to understand like oh man these, these are real people you're right and so we started meeting and um, I've been part of 
quite a few uh, CEO groups. I've been part of uh, Fortune 500 companies. I've been executive at you know quite a few of these different places. But I've always felt like there's something missing, and it's like I'm having to pretend to be something that I'm really not in order to uh, move my way up or in order to you know become something. And I, when I met with them, you know, we're like, we need something different. We need their, this. The market is primed for something different, and we're looking for. We still need the same practices, you know, um, of what it takes to be an elite entrepreneur, um, like be on time, you know, uh, be around people, you know, your five people that you're around are the, are the, um, uh, you know, result of what your future is going to look like, you know, all that kind of stuff. And then we ultimately took a look at this and we're like, hey, we're meeting every week. Why don't we look at an organization that we can focus on once a month, bringing everybody together and focus on a specific attribute of an elite entrepreneur? And how are we going to identify these things? Well, we're going to look at all the elite entrepreneurs that are out there and pick attributes, right? And so we start looking at culture. We start looking at, um, you know, visionaries. We start looking at all sorts of different attributes, and we focus on those um, within our, our meetups. And, uh, and then we assign homework where all the members get to choose two or three people that they're going to go and talk to within the organization and um, learn about their businesses. And now we have this, this community, all local, where we get to reach, you know, because it's a lonely world out there when you're an entrepreneur. It can be really, really lonely because your mindset is at a different place. But now I think with social media, with all these different things, it's starting to become more glamorized. But the difference is, is action people. So we want to associate ourselves with not just people who are absorbing the information, but are actually taking action with it. And so... Our first 30 members, when we very first started this, a net worth of you know all the organizations was right around 80 million dollars. By the time we were done and we're onto our next uh, our next um, uh, application period, I mean we're at 100 100 plus, you know, in just a small amount of time. So that's where you know the benefit of just marketing together, everybody coming together, and just being yourself. Ultimately, that's it. It's just be yourself. And we want to we want to bring that out of everyone because that's what we're I mean, you're perfect just the way you are. I'm perfect just the way I am. And I may not resonate with you if I do on certain things, but otherwise, otherwise, I want you to win, man. Like everybody wants everyone else to win. And that's it. So, yeah, the, I went to your guys last event in December and it was uh, there's just something different about it. Just the atmosphere. You yeah. know, I go to a lot of networking events, but that one was you guys just put it together real nice and, and, and the, the feeling of it was is something different. Yeah. Uh, so how many members are you guys up to right now? So right now, we, so we have the initial 30. So, um, you know, we're, we're, we're debating how many we're going to, we're going to open up to, but I would anticipate we might be around like 70 ish somewhere like that because we don't want to, we don't want to have it to a place where it's, uh, you know, diluted too much. And, you know, there is an application period. We have a ton of applications in right now. The fifteenth of this month is when they, you know, the applications are no longer going to be a, be accepted. But, um, it, you know, it's a it's quite the undertaking. Like I've got my own business. Jose's got his. You know, um, Brian's got you know a huge business himself. Two businesses. I've got. I, believe it or not, I've got three other businesses that I'm working on right now. Um, <laughs> and they're like this is massive undertakings, right? So at the end of this year, I plan on having seven to ten different wow. businesses that I'm working on. Um, and just, you know, kind of helping people with a bunch of different things. That's awesome. So are you, is it, um, do you guys think you're going to kind of be a cap or is it going to, how you're saying you don't want to get diluted. So, um, you're going to do different, uh, 
not branches, but a different group chapters. Uh, chapters yeah. yeah. So, you know, and that's, that's the thing, right? And so we're trying to take a look because, you know, the initial 30, not everyone was at a, a particular, uh, you know, revenue place. What we look at more is their story. You know, I want to understand, like, why do you want to be an entrepreneur? What have you done so far? I mean, we have people that have slept in their cars like for quite some time just to be able to get like I was on like I was on food stamps the first couple of years that I was doing pro training. Right. You know, and there's there's some really tough, tumultuous times that people don't really understand or behind this primed and polished person. Right. That's on stage just talking. And I don't claim to be that by any means. Yeah. I'm just talking about my experience, you know, and at the end of the day. You can't fake those experiences and you have to go through those hard times in order to get to the next level. And a lot of people are just afraid to invite the tough, the tough things and you have to either go through it or learn from somebody else. So that's where we, we read these things. I mean, we go with a fine tooth comb, reading the stories, understanding, and we want to know like, Hey, are they going to vibe with everybody else? Or are they going to like, if you're going to get offended by somebody that cusses, you don't want to be a part of this group. You know what I mean? And like, it's just, that just, that's just who we are. Like, and, yeah. it, and it doesn't mean that we have to cuss to communicate. It's just like, shit, man, like this, it is what it is, you know? Um, and, and that's just, and we just want that lax atmosphere, but we fucking get shit done, dude. Yeah. You know? And that's the number one thing is getting things done. I don't care if you, um, you do it, do it, do it. And you fail, fail, fail. As long as you keep going, dude, you're going to learn every single time. And I want a support network from, for everybody to be able to like, Hey, Chris, like I did this, you know, I put the action in and it didn't work. Well, shit, dude, let's, okay, let's muster it up and let's do the next thing as soon as possible. You know? So that's what that, th this group is all about. You know? it, and I want to even touch on something that you said right there in, in the beginning, um, you went through some tough times yeah. and, and a lot of people, um, that any parts of their life when it's tough, they, they, it's hard to keep that persistence to get to that level. You know, everyone just sees where you are now. You yeah. know, they see the the top of the the Gary V's, everyone who's at the top, and they right. they just think, oh, I'm going to be entrepreneur, and I'm going to be there in a month, in a week. Yeah, then you hear about and, Gary V's, took 10 years to even break through. Right. Yeah. So, and that's a good thing, I, I think, that, you know, just to reinforce that, that people that want to do this, to to get to that success level, that there is going to be a tough time. You know, your, your family's going to question you. Your friends are going to question you. You're going to question yourself of it. Man, should I just go back to that hourly job uh, where I know that, you know, things are going to be consistent? Yeah. Uh, and that's right for some people, yeah. you know, because if everybody was an entrepreneur, like we wouldn't have employees. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and, and here's the thing is like there are extremely happy people doing the process oriented jobs and, you know, making things. They're like the glue. Like in my organization, man, I have so many people that are just happy doing what they do. And I want to give them bonuses. I want to give I want to keep them happy because when I sit down and I talk to them, they don't, they don't want to be a business owner or an operator. They don't, they look in and go, man, there's no way I would, I would trade what I have for that stress. No thanks. You know? And I respect that a million percent because if I didn't have that, like, but that's where, if you want to be an entrepreneur, you have to be able to identify character traits and identify and really listen to your people and have the ability to, build a goal right for yourself that's much bigger than all of the employees you have you have to be able to encompass all of their goals i have an employee right now when i sat with him and he's freaking badass dude like this dude it's like i feel like he's like a mini me he's like justin like i'll shout him out right now this dude like 
he closes down and like, it's not that he closes, he cares about everybody just like I do. And it's amazing to watch because the thing is, um, you can, you can, uh, you can, so let me go back to his, his goals, right? He told me he wants to be a millionaire, multimillionaire, right? And right behind my desk, anybody who comes to visit me, like they'll see I had a check. It was a $10 million check. I had to cross it out and make a billion dollar check because this dude comes along and he's like, he's killing things. And I'm just like, okay, well, in order for me to encompass your goals and all the other people, I got to change this, you know? <laughs> and, uh, you know, and so, but that's awesome because it's like, it puts me in a position where I got to better myself and I got to, you know, really start stepping through, you know, some, some, uh, self-development, you know, definitely. So, yeah, so you're, you're, his goals are actually helping you with your goals and being that much more right. Uh, yeah. with whether it's open up a, maybe a second location for pro train or, or you, like you said, you're getting into seven, you want to do seven to 10 businesses in the next year. Um, that, that's just awesome. You know, you got to have those goals for goals. I mean, do you, do you write them down? I mean, what, what's your, how, how do you handle your goals? All the time, man. Like I've got, I've got vision boards. I've got uh, goals. You would be amazed like, if you looked at, I have a program that I just have multitude of tabs and they're all goal based. You know, I've got business plans for so many different things that I haven't even touched on or launched and they're just, they're going to come when they're, when they're ready to come. Um, but that's, like I live, breathe, eat, sleep, all of this, you know? And like, here's the thing also about the entrepreneur life is that I'll get stressed out, sure, you know, but I'll have my, my, my mom and she'll say, Chris, you just need to slow down. Like, you know, you're just working so hard. And I'm like, mom, you don't understand. Like, I love this. I know I'm stressed out and I talk about how it stresses me out, but this stress is, this is a you stress. It's not a distress to me, yeah. you know? And like, and she's like, well, it just seems like it's just like, it's really wearing on you. I'm like, no, this is charging me, you know? And I, and then once the breakthrough happens, like with pro train, oh my gosh, like, you know how many times we almost close our doors? Like, you have no idea, dude, no idea, but I, I love it and I would never change it, you know? And so um, my whole thing is I want to, I want to teach other people to do this. I want somebody else to take this over for me, do it better than me. I want to hire people that are better than me. You know, at the end of the day, and I want to teach them what they're what they're lacking and pick up skills that I'm lacking and, you know, just keep moving as a culture. You know, you know I remember a story that you told at the event about your kids, you yeah. know, getting you to slow down. You know, when you're you're working so much and I know this, I'll be working at home and, uh, you know, they'll they'll want you to pay attention to them. And yes. then they'll kind of they'll set, do that little reminder for you. Hey, th this is very important, but I need to set this aside because they're even that much more important. Absolutely. And uh, Absolutely. It, it's it's something that is easily you get so in love with it and you love what you're doing, but it's, uh, but you have to, yes. <laughs> what you're saying right there is so freaking important because I'm reminded of it every day. Um, you know, like with my daughter and that's the thing is like the time that you spend has to be such concentrated time. And so many people are afraid like business owners, especially when they're like with my daughter, it's, it's like, well, when I'm spending time with her, I can sit and watch a movie. Sure. And we do do, do that. But, I want to make an, an interactive experience and I want to be able to talk to her about her day, about her friends, about what she's doing. She's on TikTok. Like I'm a friend on TikTok. All her friends are my friends on TikTok. It's so weird. But that kind of stuff is very important because I want her to fail in front of me. I want her to do all this, all the, like everything that is hard. I want her to do that. And I encourage her to do that in front of me because I can help her through it. You know, a lot of these things like my dad didn't, didn't do this for me. Dad's a great dad. But guess what? I'm a little bit more self-aware at this point in my life. I think that he was at this point in his life. 
and he's very successful. Uh, him, my grandfather, very successful people, and they're like mentors to me. But at the same time, there's a lot of things with uh, upbringing of children and all this other stuff that I'm I'm a little bit more receptive to, you know. And I want I want my daughter to feel like she's she is she she's why I do this, you know. And I want her to know like I'm there for her no matter what she's going through. I'll drop it all, you know. So yeah, I mean, that's that's great. And sometimes they I know it's hard for them to even realize what everything's going on. I my sons are six and three. And yeah. so even, you know, when they want you to, for me, you know, play cars, play Legos, just, you know, just yeah. kind of interact with them. And, uh, but you're, you're doing all these things. So they, they don't understand, but I, when you do give them that time, I know they, they do always. Well, appreciate yeah, it. And, and you almost have to set a schedule for it. Right. So that way, you know, just like you schedule yourself the gym time, you schedule yourself, you know, uh, work time or whatever it is, you've got to schedule yourself your parenting time too. And then when you're there, you're all there, you know, and you're, you're just, you're, you're, you're interacting like, Hey, you want to play cars? Okay. Well, how much would you buy this car for? What would you do with this car? Would you trade it for this one? Cause paint jobs, not as good. Like that's, that's how I would do it. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm going to teach you how to run, run some business while I'm doing this. You know, like last night I posted this story with my daughter, just counting money. Cause I gave her like 400 some dollars just count. Cause I wanted to teach her how to count cash, you know, and she's like fumbling around with this whole thing. And then I was like, no, you got to hold it like this and count, you know? And the next thing you know, I'm filming it. I put it on Instagram and then I was like, oh man, her mom's probably getting mad <laughs> doing this, but I had to preempt the story with like, I'm not trying to, you know, say, Hey, you got to count all your money, but money's, you know, anyways, watch the story on my, on my Instagram and you'll get the, you'll get the point. Well, with what right now, what, uh, social media, um, uh, you know, phone, how, how have you helped grow your business right now? What's been the easiest in social media? Is it, you know, uh, radio? What, what's... so to be honest, like, so my background I actually used to, I, I grew up pretty large direct mail advertising business back, you know, a while back. I owned an advertising agency at one point, failed miserably, um, you know, but I've been through a divorce, you know, me and my ex-wife were like, we're still really good friends, you know, co-parent my daughter, like, uh, you know, very, very closely. And, you know, she has her family and, you know, everything like that, but we all, we all work, everything works. And, you know, it's all, it's about emotional intelligence. And, you know, when we're um, uh, looking at, looking at, uh, you know, where you want to be, you have to, you have to put all of those things into play. Um, we were asking about. Um, what so what, what, what's for you, the success with ProTrain, how, you know, in getting those new customers, clients, you know, how, social how, media yeah. stuff, right? Yeah. So here's the thing in the past, I actually used to have quite the social media following on a personal level. Um, I've gone through, gone through some growth stages personally and, you know, shut down pages and restarted them, shut them down. So even on my personal, my, uh, my CEO underscore life without limits, that one is, is relatively new, you know? And, you know, I'm, I'm in a place now where I'm like, okay, like I want people to know who I am. So I'm going to start to promote that, you know, and just kind of get people to see who I am at this stage in my life. In the past, it was, it was all about like, how do I look? You know, I did, I was a bodybuilder and, you know, it was just all the wrong reasons that mm -hmm. I was promoting things. And so, you know, I firmly believe that I could have didn't, you know, this huge influencer by the way that I looked and all this other stuff, but that's not really what life is about to me anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, for me, it's about education and growing. So I think there's a multitude of ways that you can utilize social media. For me, ProTrain, 
it's it's doing well like the social media aspect of it um it's been growing quite a bit i network with a lot of different people influencers you know and the like business owners and utilize that as a platform to really promote one another but you also have to understand like when you're using and relying on these platforms they're they're monetized as well there's a reason that they're in this business um tiktok for instance if you're a gary Vee fan you know like it's not as monetized at this point so you have the ability to really grow your audience your following now same with linkedin but when you go into um like instagram you got to pay to play you know it's starting to get there yeah. so unless you're utilizing other partners so like us being here and me being here yeah. you know we're going to post repost post you know same thing with electi we have all of our members we you know we all post and repost so now my audience becomes their audience their audience their audience becomes mine and we all get to know one another and you know from a business standpoint you associate yourself with companies that are good tried and true that have that stand behind their product and what they do then i'm all for it man you know I, and i think that's as some people i've talked to where it's definitely kind of sh shifted now where everyone is more of you know in growth together not hey they're they're even if they are your competitor you know you want to see everyone do good uh, obviously you want to dominate the market but you know businesses you know everyone wants to help each other yeah it's not this i, I want to see you fail because i want to be so great well and is it, i mean are you going to take somebody's advice where if i were to go to somebody and start telling them hey you know my food product is just so amazing and you need to eat my eat my meals because of this 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 or if you knew them and you came to them and edified me because you've used the product and had great experience and now you're telling them about me now that that strength and that bond is created almost instantaneously without me even having to kind of go through anything and so that's where it's an edification process right and it's just smart business and it's i'm not going to do business with somebody that i don't believe in there's no way you know and i'm not going to refer somebody else as soon as i hear a bad review or anything like that i would not i, I wouldn't mess with it you know and that's i think most people are that way yeah i mean it, and it's definitely with as easy as it is to post things and I mean, that, that customer service or whatever it is, I mean, it, it gets out. Yeah. If you, you do something bad, it's everyone's with Facebook, Instagram, however it is, instantly yeah. Yeah. posting it. So you definitely got to, you know, be aware of it. Well, that's what I, I know. There's a lot of people that they, they look down on, like, reviews. You know, they're like, oh, man, I just hate that there's only reviews because I welcome reviews. Like, give me a bad review. Please give me a bad review because I want to know. I want to know what I can do better so I can respond on a on a on a grand scale so everybody can see hey i'm the ceo this is why my my whole goal is to make sure this is right you know what i'm sorry that this happened i didn't even know about it here let me give you some free meals mm -hmm. and let's talk about how what what do you need specifically and how can my company do better for you guys Th that's what a real owner should do uh, at all at all in all aspects of life to be honest Oh, that's awesome. So if someone wanted to get uh, some of your meals, how could they uh, find you? Um, ProTrainF3.com. That's ProTrainF, like Frank. stands for Food for Fitness, 3.com. Uh, and then uh, that's on the website. Or just call us at 916-281-9339. That'll go directly to us. And then, uh, you know, um, Rachel, myself, Justin, uh, we all are waiting no. Awesome. And where, where are you guys located exactly? Because you guys do have a storefront. Yes. Uh, Carmichael, California. It's 4747 Manzanita Avenue in Carmichael, 95608. Uh, come on by. We would love to see you and give you a tour of the kitchen, show the operation. You know, it used to be a pizza place. Uh, so we've converted 
from the dark side to the light <laughs> side, I guess. But I, I mean, I'm sure when you started out, though, that that's made it easier for you guys. Uh, you know, I've talked to someone where they bought it used to be a uh, clothing store, and now they're oh changing it into a food of uh, food store. So there's so many extra things that they had to do. Yeah, we want to get in. into entrepreneur talk. <laughs> yeah, and there, there you have it. Right, you want to turnkey. That's yes. the term. You want a turnkey operation. You want to go into a place. It took us probably about a year and a half, two years to find this location. Number one, for the for the location, you know, you got good traffic. Number two, cost per square foot. Number three, you know, TI, that's tenant improvements, or is the is the owner willing to throw in tenant improvements into it? Um, you know, free rent. There's a bunch of negotiating tactics that you have when you're going into a space. And then um, and then the the retrofitting of it right so we had to put a floor drain in we had to build a partition you know underneath the hood but that hood system is tens of thousands of dollars just to put in it was already retrofitted there's a there's a walk-in that is to like i don't know about half the size of your place that allows us to have the volume that we have and that walk-in alone is tens of thousands of dollars to even put in yeah. so and then the counter space and what we got real lucky with is half of it was already retrofitted for corporate offices. So now I've got a gym in there. I've got, you know, so I have trainers that come and do training. We you combine that with the coaching. I've got, you know, walk-ins so you can come get all the cart meals. It was the perfect scenario and it all kind of just came came together. That's awesome. I I need to go check it out. Yeah. Any anyone that's listening to this, I mean you're gonna have to want to go check it out. That just sounds awesome. I saw some pictures of the gym that you have uh, yeah. on Instagram. So We'll come in, we'll do some workouts, and we'll get some posts out. <laughs> that sounds great. Chris, thank you for uh, coming in. Thank you for the time. Dude, thank uh, you so much. I really appreciate it. Everyone, this is episode three again of the NorCal Business Podcast. Thank you for tuning in, and stay tuned for uh, our next episodes. Tell all your friends about it. They all need to, uh, they all need to subscribe. <laughs>